0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter.
1: Thanks for joining. Today we are in Judges 12, but before we dive in, quick announcement. If you have been tracking along in the guided journals, you know that pretty soon you're going to run out of pages. The good news is the new journals are out and on Amazon. Uh, We will put those links in the episode description, but if you prefer a spiral version, we will be selling those every Sunday at Watermark in the town center until we sell out. Once we sell out, we'll have the Amazon versions on Sundays for you to snag or grab. Uh, for you, your community group, your friends, we will also have the new junior versions available. I think this next half is really exciting because we're going to start exploring the life of David. Uh, we're done with the challenging books like Numbers and Exodus that's in the past. So if you've got friends who are struggling to regularly read the Bible, now is probably a great time for them to start thinking about joining the journey for the rest of the year. That said, I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Amanda Manville. Hi, it's great to be here. So great to have you here, Amanda. We just met. We are the same age. Uh, So it's like a peer-to-peer conversation, but I'd love to know how you came to know the Lord. And then fast- forward. What's going on in your life today?
0: Well, I came to know the Lord when I was really young. I grew up in church. I had family that were pastors. So it was definitely embedded into my life at an early age. I kind of started falling away as I got older because I didn't really know what it meant to be a follower of Christ, how to be a good disciple, how to read the Bible. And I kind of continued to fall away all the way through college. And then I was at a camp. And one day I just fell to my knees and asked for forgiveness for all the things I had been doing in college, partying, doing all the things of the world. And I just asked for forgiveness and felt so much relief from all the weight of sin I had been carrying and all the struggles I was having at that time. And it wasn't a quick fix. It did take several years for me to start you know, fully following the Lord. And fast forward now, I definitely follow a lot better. (laughs) I came to Watermark in 2019, and that really changed my life. I started coming to the porch, and I was hearing things that I had never heard before. I was hearing the gospel spoken every single week, and just they spoke on things I had never heard or never
1: Was like never sin taught. struggles or just life? Sin
0: struggles, for sure. Because growing up in church, people don't really talk about, you know, the things that they're struggling with, at mm-hmm. least in the one that I grew up in. So it was amazing to hear people's testimonies and, like, they struggle with stuff. And I had always seen all the people at my church, like, they seemed perfect. Mm-hmm. They didn't seem to have any problems. The things that they struggled with were very light struggles, So it was kind of refreshing to come to Watermark, and people were just openly speaking about really hard things and things they were struggling with. And I was like, I struggle with those too. So it really drew me in. Then I got plugged into Equipped Disciple really quickly after coming here, and that truly changed my life because they teach you how to read the Bible. And growing up in a Christian church, growing up with such a Strong family of faith. I did not make the connection that God spoke to you through the Bible, and like He uses His word to kind of get to know, like, tell you what He's.
1: Sh- oh yeah, you know, yeah. yeah <laughs> you. you have a relationship yeah. with yeah,
0: yeah, and that's how you can understand His character better and develop a relationship. And that just threw. I mean, it threw me for a loop, and I was reading every single day. I did the Bible recap, just everything kind of fell into place and clicked. Now I have the great joy of leading in Equip Disciple. Yeah, so do. yeah, I, I mean, love it. We
1: can put the link for Equip Disciple in the episode description. I believe y'all won't start up till late summer, early fall. Yeah. Uh, the next sessions, but Equipped Disciple walks through spiritual disciplines, like how to read the Bible, scripture memory, uh prayer, prayer sharing yeah. the gospel, all the kind of fundamental disciplines of the faith. Would is yes. that to sum it up? Oh yeah. I've never gone through it myself, but I think that's the gist of it. Yes, definitely. So if that interests you, the link is in the episode description. All that said, Judges 12. I'm going to let you just take it away. What you got for us? Okay.
0: So I initially picked Judges, and I just randomly picked this one. And it was very interesting, and I definitely learned a lot. It's not one that I think a lot of people stop and read. I think they just kind of kind of skip over it because it's just so interesting. It's just different, you mm-hmm. know, when you're reading it. I'm going to read from Judges 8 first. So in Judges 8, it says, Then the men of Ephraim said to him, What is this that you have done to us not to call us when you went to fight against Midian? And they accused him fiercely, and he said to them, What have I done now in comparison with you? Is not the gleaning of the grapes of Ephraim better than the grape harvest of a bezer? God has given into your hands the princes of Midian, Orb, and Zeb. What have I been able to do in comparison with you? Then their anger against him subsided when he said this. So we have the first encounter with the Ephraimites in Judges 8 with Gideon. And then when we get to Judges 12, we see this conflict again so at the beginning of Judges 12, it says, The men of Ephraim were called to arms, and they crossed to Zaphon and said to Jephthah, Why did you cross over and fight against the Ammonites and did not call us to go with you? We will burn your house over with fire. Jephthah said to them, I and my people had a great dispute with the Ammonites, and when I called you, you did not save me from their hand. And when I saw that you would not save me, I took my life in my hands and crossed over against the Ammonites, and the Lord gave them into my hands. Why then have you come up to me this day to fight against me? Then Jetha gathered all the men of Gilead and fought with Ephraim. And the men of Gilead struck Ephraim because they said, and then they're talking about the two words, and if one said it wrong, then they got killed. So we have these two similar stories, but different people. Hmm. So we have Gideon, who was a judge, and he was full of doubt, but he knew God and knew his law and grew up in all of it. and you know, he doubted a lot, but he did trust God and know him, and God chose him to be a judge. And Jephthah was very interesting because he wasn't chosen by God to be a judge, but he was right. chosen by the elders of Gilead to be a judge. So, he wasn't chosen, but God was with him. It stated in the scripture that God was with him. So, he was kind of an interesting character because mm-hmm. he didn't grow up the same way Gideon did. He right. didn't
1: an anomaly.
0: Yeah, he was an anomaly. He didn't have the background that Gideon had. And whenever you look at how they took the conflict, Gideon, he wasn't harsh. He wasn't quick to anger. He wasn't going after them immediately. He kind of worked with them and made it okay. And then Jephthah, he didn't ask God. He just went for it. And it caused, in the end, 42,000 Ephraimites to die. And it was one of the first infighting battles of Israel. And later on, we see how this continues when the Levite and the concubine and mm-hmm. everyone fighting each other. So it was just sure. the start of the end for them and judges. It's interesting,
1: like, to kind of summarize that comparison. Uh, Gideon's situation, there's there's an exchange of words, but they kind of work it out. Yeah, Here, really what we're looking at is a civil war. Like Jephthah is from the tribe of Dan, Ephraim, another Israelite tribe, and they're going against each other when they're supposed to be on the same team, uh, which is pretty significant when you think about uh, that these people are supposed to be unified, mm-hmm. and that, that that word disunity comes to mind. Uh, right here in this chapter, I'm reminded as we wrap up of James one nineteen. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Judges twelve is the opposite of that. Uh, Jephthah is like, hey, let's get this right away. Run into battle. We're gonna kill all these people. We're frustrated. Rather than saying, hey, I'm going to be quick to listen. What would God have me do? I'm going to be slow to speak, engage with caution, and slow to get angry. I'm not going to act out in wrath and kill everybody. Uh, And that's unfortunately what he does. And while this example feels very extreme, uh, the principles easily apply to our own lives. Yeah. Amanda, thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together.